The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thank you for joining us and listening to My Talk 1071. This is the part where we discuss food. We have some topics that are a little heavy, and then we say, what about this? In food court. Now I'm going to visit the only court I could never be in contempt of. Food court. Bradley versus Dawn. They love to argue. On topics from the world of cuisine. White meat or dark meat? Blue cheese or ranch? It's Food court. Gotta be a better way to phrase that. Let's go. The Honorable Mike Ganger presiding. Something's happening in the food court. Oh, it's a borrow. You guys, uh, Mike, even though you're presiding, yeah. I have brought you two together today because, and dear audience, feel free to join the conversation on email, Twitter, 651-641-1071 for a very, very important food-related topic. This is so important in these days of yes. controversy. Okay, not really, but I just thought, let's have a good old-fashioned debate about chicken wings. First of all, temperature in the room, do you guys like chicken wings? Yes. Oh, yeah. I really feel bad for people who don't. If you're a vegetarian, I get it. Don't even get me started on boneless wings, because that's not a thing. We are going to stick our conversation today to the following question. Wings. What is the your favorite part of the chicken wing? Uh-huh. The drummy or the flat? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Why are you laughing? Remember the conversation we had before the show. Well, you you had a clarifying question. I didn't know it was you didn't know which was which. Oh. I yeah. thought that was just the wing, and the drumstick is just the drumstick. I didn't know it was. Well, this is really stupid to say, but I didn't know it was all the wings. Well, I wasn't sure what you were confused by, so I didn't want to assume or mm. presume for the sake of, of that discussion. That's stupid. No, that I was like, well, maybe other people think the drummy is the drumstick. The drummy is like the shoulder, mm-hmm. if you will. Right. You had to explain to the me flat on your body is like the, the forearm. Arm. Yeah, the forearm or the arm. Well, yeah, this part of the arm versus the, the shoulder part, okay. right? Um. And they're actually together. It's just that in many places, they separate those two for the sake of your appetizer. So to that end, the drummy is the the meaty, like looks like a little mini drumstick. Uh And then the flat is that it's literally flat. Is that what people call it? The flat? Mm -hmm. They call it flat. Like drummies or flats. (gasps) I have never heard that. Well, okay. Now that you know, know, which is your favorite? Flat, flat, flat. Why do you say flat? Because I don't like that nub and chewing. I don't like that nub. I don't like that nub and gristle and trying to get all the meat off that nub. I'm just not into that. You're not into the nub. Not really. It's just I don't eat that grisly, gross stuff. Grisly, gross stuff. No. Okay, let's go to Jackie. Let's find out what Jackie likes. Jackie, drummies or flats? Hey, Jack. Uh, uh, Hi. Um. Well. 
I like the flats, as you call them, but I had a customer at a restaurant mm-hmm. who called them paddles. Paddles? He <laughs> yeah. He didn't want paddles, though. He only wanted the drummy. No. And if, if I do that for everyone, yeah. you can't do nobody's going to get a drummy. Exactly. I prefer the paddle. So you're a paddle gal, too. <laughs> okay. All right. As he called them. I don't have official words. No, I, I like paddle. Thank you, Jackie. Okay. So, so far it's two paddles to drummies and I'm surprised actually because I would have thought that the drummy was the preferred piece of the chicken wing because, uh, spoiler alert, I too am a fan of the flat okay. or the paddle. My... And here's why. Oh. You put it in your mouth. No, you don't. Okay. What? No, you don't. <laughs> what? I don't what do you put do? any wing in my mouth. What do you do to I it? get a I pull it off of my fingers and then eat it. Okay. No. Girl, you're going to be eating all day. I know. It's so And if you want so business, long. and Mike, I feel like Mike is going to relate. I just feel like Mike and I would probably go to town on some chicken wings in a similar fashion. You put the whole flat in your mouth. Okay. You pull. Or actually, I'm trying to remember when you, you twist. You spin it. You either twist first and then pull. That's yeah. what I think you do, right? The twist comes first, pull, and then it just pulls all the meat off the bone. Yep. With a bunch of gross stuff too. No, it's just oh. me. I mean, I don't. I don't get no gross stuff. Gross stuff. That's the best part. Yeah. When I get done eating wings, it looks like some sort of carnivore. Just, I mean, the, I eat but the a cartilage. good carnivore I, because I bet them bones are bone? clean. Yes, it's just the bone. Oh that is my it. What are you leaving? Oh, lots of stuff. Why? Because I don't want that nub. Ugh. But meat? You don't leave no meat on I the don't, bone? Yeah, I mean, you can't get to it without getting through all that gristle and you need gross to, you tendons. Eat some chicken wings. Yeah, yeah. That's I why mean, you I don't, tendons. yeah, that's this, I would just hand them over to my dad and then my dad would just eat the rest. <laughs> Mike, what's your, what's your call? Flats or as Jackie Suggested paddles, as you heard, drummies. as you just heard, I, I like drummies and it works out really well because my significant other loves the flats. So yeah. it's perfect. We get an order and she takes those. I take those and we're good to go. But I just I like that part. Yeah. I, I enjoy just going to the you get, like the nubs work through the the fat and, and the know, tendons and the cartilage and get all that meat in there. So you haven't eaten six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. You haven't seen me eat a chicken before, but uh, my partner is always just <laughs> both. Equal parts surprised and confused about how I'm able to get all that meat off the bone. Cause oh, yeah. it, and I will eat knuckles and because all them tendons and things, Dawn, yeah. that's good for your skin and your teeth and mm-hmm. your hair. What am I? Living out on the prairie? I mean, I don't know. I have vitamins. Yeah, no, I, I just, just give me the real thing. Okay. And I, I too, like I bite off that little knuckle. It's the texture. Yeah. I don't like I that. guess it's actually like a shoulder. I, you know sh- what? I will say for the first time, I've realized like when you showed on your arm, <laughs> this, we did a little biology lesson. Me. It clicked for me that it's this, that's their wing. Yeah, it's their shoulder. It's like that. Yeah. Cause their then, wings are up here. Cause I asked her about the drummy and truth be told, she was, she was pointing down to her leg and I was like, it's not, your hip. It's not your hip. Birds don't fly from their hips. <laughs> I also like the dippability of drummies because you can kind of dip the one side, take a big bite, dip another side, take a big bite. If you're doing it with some like blue cheese along with your whatever sauces on it. I like that aspect as well. I do too. But you know why I'm not a huge fan of the drummies? Because I feel like that meat is often drier than the the flat. The flat meat is usually moister. Mm. Is that a word? More moist than the drummy? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to dip? Blue Your cheese wings. and Blue cheese. celery. Celery? I like, That's I like to have celery. You like to dip the celery in your... 
in the blue cheese, blue cheese. But I don't like them wet. I don't like wet wings. Oh, I hate wet wings. Those that they just slap a bunch of sauce. Well, on let me it. clarify. I They're don't. So I want it's dirty wings that are cooked well and then tossed in a sauce, not wings that are cooked in a sauce. Because that's usually when they get real wet and slimy. Oh. You ready for the next step? Yeah. Then you take those wings that have been cooked well, put in the sauce, you stick them in a pan, and you saute them again. Oh, it caramelizes you, the sauce. Oh. Or you could just put it under the broiler. That would work, too, yeah. but it really caramelizes that sauce, and it's so good. There's a bar in uh, Rochester where we used to live down there that does that as their specialty, and it is so good. Do you have a favorite wing place, Mike? Uh, that one would What's be it called? the one there. It's uh, called Brothers down there. It is uh, they call it Decker styling it, where Ooh. they take it and they fry it in the frying pan after they put the sauce on. It's so good. yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, Don, do you have a favorite wing place? Theorems in Anoka. Oh, what what's so special about their wings? They have a bunch of different kinds of wings and different levels of heat, and they specifically it's very specific. Like you. Uh, they have some Thai wings there that I really mm. like. Yeah. Yeah. What's your go-to? Buster's uh, in South Minneapolis. They have these. They're kind of like, it's, it again, is the wing that's been, you know, cooked. Mm-hmm. And then they toss it in a sauce. And then they serve, and the sauce is kind of a balsamic vinegar sauce. Mm. But it's just spicy and tangy. But then they serve it with a f- homemade French onion dip. Ooh. Oh, my God. It's so good. Wow. So if you touch the wing, would there be sauce on your finger? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. But like they that. are. But they are. No. And I'm. Uh, look. I. I agree. But again, as long as it's wet after, well, as see, long as the wing exactly has wetened like. after it's been cooked, because oh. I hate like when you get like wings that I won't name the pizza delivery place, mm-hmm. but they've just been cooked in the sauce, and so they're almost like. I don't know, soupy? Okay. Nobody wants no wet chicken. Am I right? No, I don't want any sauce on it. So we got two flats and a drummy on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. When we come back from food talk to Drew talk, (laughs) who's the Drew we're talking about? Drew Barrymore. And we'll find out why when we return right here on my... Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. That's BLVDAutoWorks.com. I bring my vehicle to Tom and his team for scheduled maintenance, and I have also brought it there because I've got weird noises happening. In fact, I had this, like, clunk in my trunk. I could not figure out what was wrong. Well, I brought it to Tom and his team at Boulevard, and within, gosh, no time at all, they figured out it was a loose screw, of all things. Now, that loose screw was actually not as easy a fix as I had thought. The good news is Tom and his team figured out what was actually wrong with that screw so that they could fix the problem the first time, once and for all, right then, so I didn't have to worry about it again. And I'm grateful I did because when I went to pick up my car, there it was, just like new. No clunk in my trunk anymore. I'm very grateful for Tom and his team at Boulevard, and you will be too. This summer or any time of year, head to BoulevardAutoWorks.com. Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Okay, so if you still have opinions about drummies or flats or paddles. uh, I mean, I've said my piece, but. That's right. Yeah, so if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter and let us know what you think. Uh, On to something else. Drew Barrymore, um, the child star and 
<laughs> you know, she had a former, former child her. star and, you know, she now is a talk show host and has done many, your many favorite. movies. You know, I don't mind Drew Barrymore. As no, it's a your, I'm saying it's your favorite talk show. You, you know, talk about watching that every day. I don't, but I will say this, to be fair, I only watched it when she first launched it in the beginning, and I did think it was really weak. I don't care because it's on during her show, and I don't care if people watch it. Okay, when I started watching it, I wasn't on the show. No, I know. I'm just saying that, like, I, I know it's not your your number one thing, but yeah, if I'm I watch fine it with again, that. I because, might like it now. Because you don't I would want- prefer you... Watch this. Okay. Okay. What? Watch what? <laughs> Noon to three, girl. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to do a show or present me with something. Ba-da, Watch this. <laughs> well, oh. we did talk about being shirtless yesterday. That's right. Okay. Today we're talking about taking our <laughs> pants off. But what Drew? what is Drew Barrymore? Drew? Hey, I'm sorry. I'm emotional. That's fine. Drew Barrymore is really, really mad at the tabloids. And I, but I have, I have to say, I'm not sure if the way you worded this thing was great grammar, because I too thought the same thing as the tabloids. It's by all you, you about her. Yes. So I saw this and she, I'll first say the quote and then we'll play the clip of her going off on the tabloids. She was interviewing and talking to Jeanette McCurdy who wrote the book, I'm glad my mom died, which is excellent. It's about the worst stage mom ever. And you're like, wow, I understand the title now. She was from a Nickelodeon show. And then we have like Brooke Shields doesn't have a good relationship with her mom. And she was talking about how, yeah, those women have passed away. But my situation is different because Drew Barrymore's mom is still alive. So the quote was, all of those interview subjects, moms are gone and my mom's not. And I'm like, well, I don't have that luxury, but I cannot wait I don't want to live in a state where I wish someone to be gone sooner than they're meant to be so I can grow. I actually want her to be happy and thrive and be healthy, but I have to grow in spite of her being on this planet. So when you said, but I cannot wait, I think that she should have added any more. And they're like, I cannot wait to talk to her later. Or to say, I don't have the time. Right. I cannot wait. Right. But it sounds like, you're saying because of the context that you cannot wait until she dies. That's how they took it. And I can see why. Yeah. So out of context and when you're reading the written page, yes, you could certainly see wherein people would interpret that to say, I cannot wait because, and I will admit when I, another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Saw this headline, I thought, 
what a weird thing to say. Why did she say that? Well, and I, unlike a lot of people, because people just read the headline and move on and think, oh, that's a bitchy thing for her to say, went, well, we're probably going to talk about this. What does she actually mean? And then you discover the context and you're like, oh, I could see the double meaning because it sounds like you're saying I can't wait. But she's saying, no, literally, I don't have the time to wait until she's dead to deal right. with this. I, I have to do it now. Right. So Not like I can't wait for her to die. Weehoo! Right. It was more like I can't wait any longer. Yeah. Right. So I have to act now. But I can totally see how they misconstrued it. Here she is going off on the tabloids about what they took out of context. You know what? To all you tabloids out there, you have been with my life since I was 13 years old. I have never said that I wish my mother was dead. How dare you put those words in my mouth? I have been vulnerable and tried to figure out a very difficult, painful relationship while admitting it is difficult to do while a parent is alive. And that for those of us who have to figure that out in real time, cannot wait as in they cannot wait for the time, not that the parent is dead. Don't twist my words around or ever say that I wish my mother was dead. I have never said that, I never would. In fact, I go on to say that I wish that I never have to live in existence where I would wish that on someone. Because that is sick. Okay. Still kind of confusing at the end, but we understand that you're upset that that is an awful thing to imply. Well, but I, I kind of get how they Okay, got so confused. I get I get the confusion, but then you just read and you go context. And so then what I what I agree with her on in terms of the tabloids is there was a headline in page six which read Drew Barrymore admits she wishes her mom was dead. Quote, I cannot wait. So, like, they literally yeah. did twist her words. So, you know, again, I think if they had... You know, look, it's page six. I don't expect that they're going to really do their due diligence to try to be understanding. I think they just saw a clip, or, saw, excuse me, saw the quote. Yes. Read it the way that it seemed most offensive. And, you know, fine, give them the benefit of the doubt and say, well, okay, that's a, that's a fine reading. You're putting... Like that headline gives, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? That headline indicates an opinion, which I think they're extrapolating from what she said. Mm. I don't think it's clear from what she said that that's what she's saying. I think the very least you could say was Drew Barrymore seems to confuse people about what she's really saying about her mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if Like if you were confused, just say you're confused. Don't just assume the worst. Yeah. Because while when you read that clip the first time and I read that clip the first time or quote, we were like, what? I think you have to be a little bit more careful when you're an actual tabloid before you start publishing things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And their job isn't to be thoughtful and, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. And so, also- But no, but my point is that I understand why she's like poking her finger at them. I would, yes, but she also needs to realize that when she said that, and then at the end, that statement, but I have to effing grow in spite of her being on this planet. Like, I still have to move on and live my life in spite of her being here still. You know, that also is like, okay, do you, I, I honestly did not get it from reading it. I did not understand. And I thought. But not from a headline. I yeah. actually only clicked on an Uproxx article that talked about how 
Drew Barrymore went off on the tabloids tabloids for falsely claiming that she wished her mother dead. How dare you? So I never read or saw the original one. I only read an article just to say, like, I wasn't skewed in my view by first reading an awful headline like that. I'm reading one that's in support of her, and I still think it's confusing. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely confusing, and I'm glad she clarified because, to your point, it is confusing. But I think to assume the worst in like in the confusion, mm-hmm. that's what the tabloids do so well, is just implying the worst motives on people. I would love to hear uh, Prince Harry and Drew Barrymore talk together because they were both painted out to be wild a wild child. I think it'd be an interesting conversation. Oh, for sure. Uh, well, maybe someday we'll have that conversation. But when we come back, we're going to move on from Drew Barrymore to Prince Harry. Perfect timing. We'll be right back. Entertainment. It's summertime. People are going on vacations. And whether you're heading to the beach, uh, the ballpark, a barbecue, whatever, summer is more fun when you're feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days because, as you know, they are numbered. So, uh, Livia, their programs are doctor recommended. I did their program and I lost 30 pounds uh, with Livia five years ago. And they not only teach you, this isn't like a quick fix thing where all of these fad diets are like, oh, do this right now, restrict this, restrict that. No, these are fully formed nutrition plans from registered dietitians and nutritionists. And also it's local, it's personal. They make you feel comfortable at Livia. If you call right now, you're gonna get eight weeks free if you mention me, or you can go to Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com, call or go to the website, 855-GO-LIVIA. And uh, also, they were voted Minnesota's best weight loss program for two years in a row for a reason. You can trust them. I did. Once again, eight weeks free. Trisha Bradley and Don, my talk 1071. It's all about entertainment here. And uh, some things are entertaining that we're kind of feel a little guilty about enjoying. But I would say we got to know what's going on with Prince Harry today in court. Yes, we do. And actually, it's day two. Prince Harry's already left the courtroom. He's had a full day in court because, of course, Don, the UK is over there in the future, which yes. really is now the past because mm-hmm. he's done with today but not quite almost you know what i'm saying yes anyway day two for prince harry in the hacking case <laughs> not that kind of hacking hacking of uh, cell phones allegedly supposedly and on the stand <clears throat> excuse me prince harry continued his allegations allegations against the mirror group news mirror news group whatever it's called the uh daily mirror etc tabloids over in the UK alleging that they hacked his phone that they put trackers on people in his life uh, to keep track of them since he was a child and that it can argued that it continued throughout his life and that led to great distress mm-hmm. yeah I feel like it led to him leaving the country you know for his own safety and his to, to save his family that he created with Megan his kids and You know, Um, so today they talked about some things once again that he couldn't prove. Right. Well, okay. so uh, if I just, you know, I was reading through summaries this morning, trying to like take it all in and just understand, okay, what's actually going on? And yesterday we had this conversation that the allegations he were making uh, was making about the hacking. He doesn't have like a smoking gun. Like, here is an email, here is video, here is audio of somebody saying, I hacked Prince Harry. But what he is doing is trying to make an argument 
that the preponderance of the evidence or that the likelihood is the what's it called in sports? You know, like the likelihood. What's the word I'm looking for, Mike? Come the on. odds. Odds. Thank you. I knew uh, I knew the betting guy over there would know the word. Um, the Hi. odds <laughs> that he was hacked. That's basically what he's got to prove. And I was reading that because this is a civil case, that bar is pretty low compared to a criminal case. So he doesn't have to have a smoking gun per se. He just has to convince the judge that it is likely that he was hacked. And he's trying to make that case by saying things like, well, they hacked a bunch of other famous people. I was a famous person. Do you really think that they didn't hack me too? Because, oh, look, they had information that nobody else had. Right. And uh, conversely, the Muir Group's attorneys came at that and said, well, what's your proof? I mean, couldn't we have gotten all of this information from sources? That is the Your people friends. in question or the palace. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, because the palace didn't know any of that because yeah. I didn't tell them. So the only way they would have known is if they were hacking my phone. Right. Which we don't put it past them, but still you don't have any proof. That's what sucks about this. Yeah. But again, like I said, it's a lower bar because it's not a criminal case. So mm-hmm. he just has to convince the judge that it is likely more likely than not that they engaged in that hacking. And so he continued that today, and there was a back and forth. Um, One of the strongest points is that, again, the whole notion that they were hacking, and there's proof of this, that they've already hacked other famous people at the very same time Mm -hmm. that were at his level or below. Mm -hmm. So he's saying, "Why why would it not be that they also hacked me, right? Yeah, I... I wonder, um, so did they bring up anything about his ex-girlfriend? Um, because I remember in the Which book one? Spare, is her name Chelsea? Mm-hmm. Davies or Dava? Yes. I forget what her name is. He, you know, he was involved with her before, long before he met. Chelsea Davy. Chelsea Davy. I remember that girlfriend in particular was really, really distressed by the constant... Um, you know, hounding by the paparazzi, following her everywhere and just really doing things that just, you know, she broke up with him over it, basically. Like, I can't I love you, but I can't, actually can't handle this and I can't handle this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, he said, in fact, that he believed at the time or not believed that he told the court actually at the time that he found a tracking device on mm-hmm. her car. Mm hmm. So, again, doesn't know who the tracking device belonged to, but, again, to just sort of cement his paranoia. Right. And they were hacking into voicemail, so they knew, you know, where they were going. And I know that the whole um, he's not your father, Maury Povich situation. Yeah, that there was with yesterday. James Hewitt. So they, they discussed all of that yesterday. That yep. wasn't in anything today. Okay. Because I did see something about... Um, some type of a plot to steal his DNA to do some testing. Oh, I'm not surprised. On his DNA to see if, you know, if James Hewitt was his father. Yeah. You know, well, and I mean, that that kind of behavior, again, I don't even think that's just the British. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if people are out there trying to do DNA from, remember the guy that is alleged to be uh, Chloe's dad like there was this whole conversation well there's a side conversation about oj being chloe's dad right but then there was this other conversation rumors oh. about 
this hairdresser of of, of Chris's. Chris Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. That looks suspiciously like Chloe, and everybody's like, oh my God. Gosh. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know. But anyway, yeah. So again, it's not like he has a smoking gun. And according to sort of like, uh, if you go through the BBC or if you go through, you know, sort of reputable news coverage of this particular case, you see that it's it's not impossible for him to, to be successful because it, by the way, is not just him. There are, I think, like three other mm-hmm. plaintiffs in this case. Okay who we're now going to hear from his testimony's done. He's okay. done giving evidence. So when he left today, he's he's out for this particular case. But okay. now they've got like the other plaintiffs who I don't even know if they call them plaintiffs, but the other three people who've brought this case along with Harry. And so depending on their testimony, right? The judge is going to take that all in. Mhm plus what Harry has already said. And again, all the judge has to decide is that it's more likely than not that the mirror group uh, or their, you know, um, whatever it's called, that they engaged in that behavior. And if they are successful, so if the judge finds that they likely engaged in that behavior, then they could be responsible for financial damages. And Mm. that verdict will influence the other ones that are out there and how they go forward. Right, Right. So they would be more or less likely to be successful so his depending other, on the outcome are his other cases um i'm assuming that they're with other tabloid groups yep okay i don't remember which okay. one they're uh which ones they are but you know it's people like the daily mail and uh you know yeah the guardian i'm sure i don't think the guardian because actually no. the guardian is like a liberal sort of like kind of the counterweight okay to like the Daily Mirror and those the those sun. tabloids, oh, yeah, the probably sun. the sun, <laughs> the moon, and the stars. But yes. anyway, yeah. So it's it really is fascinating. Like again, I watched a little bit of the British news coverage today. One of the channels is that um, Talk TV. Do you remember Talk TV? That's the outfit that like Piers Morgan is behind. Oh, and they. I was watching their coverage this morning. Mm. Oof, they like took a like they show video footage of Harry coming in. For testimony in the second day, and they're like, and the guy's like, "What kind of suit is he wearing today? Is that Dior? Is Dior going to tweet about his suit because it's so fancy?" Like, coming in oh from his God. Range Rover, like really, truly, just they like really, sticking it to them. They love to trash him, and now, yeah, I don't see. You never know what headlines are actually true about what's really going on in people's minds, because once again, this is about the tabloids creating scenarios that aren't real so it's hard to believe whether or not these stories are real currently right now like the british people have had it with harry they're like get out of here we don't want to hear from you you're a whiner you just like you're a spoiled brat essentially and i'm like but is that just another tabloid story to make to all pile on and make everybody hate them you know, it's at work. It's still at work here. It's like, yeah. And, and, you know, I would be more cynical and I would think that it's not even so much that they like, I, I think the individual people, probably there is a certain amount of, I mean, hate maybe is a strong word, but like they love to hate, you know, like mm. in the way that there are certain celebrities we love to like, I don't like that celebrity. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, But for the tabloids purposes, I think they're just more excited when people are clicking. Mm-hmm. onto the articles about it regardless of what they think like do you love to hate harry or do you love harry and you love to hate the people that hate harry mm, right yeah. like it generates all, all of, of this 
interest, right? Mm. Which inevitably sells advertising. Mm -hmm. So if I were going to be particularly cynical, that's what I would say. Because when you think about individual people, that's hard because think about you. Like, Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Do you agree with everything Harry has done and said? And absolutely not. Do you think occasionally he might be acting like a spoiled, you know, rich person? <sighs> um... I don't, I wouldn't put it in that category. Yeah. I would I'm just say, saying that people hold a multitude of opinions. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously. to try to like decide whether or not like an entire country is like. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't, I'm like, these articles can't be true. You know, I don't know. Just, it's just, to me, it's just all pretty sad when it comes down to it. The people, I just feel like people don't have any empathy anymore. Like whenever you read things in his book, or yeah. maybe the I think these I think are people they do. That never I think it's a it. different audience. I think okay. these people are loud in their, you know, but they're grand. They're they're performing. Yeah. It's theatrics, right? Like right. to be like, oh, I'm like, you don't hate Harry. You didn't you read want the book. everything that he has, and if you know some oh, other sure. royal rich people called you up, exactly. you'd be giving them all sorts of time a day. Right. Like if Prince Harry, um, Prince Harry actually wants to invite you over. For lunch, yes. and he actually the wants whole to reason give... Piers Morgan doesn't like Megan is because she didn't return his calls after she went nuclear That's and got right. famous. That's right, because he was trying to date her, right? Well, I don't know if he was trying to date her, but he wanted he it was like a lot of celebrities or people in that world where they just want to be friends with other celebrities. Sure, the same things he's accusing Megan of are very much probably the same things he is insecure about. <laughs> True. Yes, it's always the case, it seems like. Well, anyway, the trial is over for Harry. This so we one. will stay tuned and find out what happens uh, as we go forward. In the meantime, there is a trial coming for us. Yes. And that trial, I can't believe it's already time to play the game, uh, John. No, it goes by I feel so like fast. We just, I feel like we just clicked on our mics. Yeah. Mike, our microphone's We're gonna not. We're going to click on, on our mic. Mike. But we are going to click on over to our mic when we come back. That is uh, producer Mike, because he's got his game show roulette wheel to spin. And where it lands determines the game we're playing when we return right here on Mike. My, my talk 1071, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I can't believe it that the show is going to be over ten minutes here. And we get to play a game with Mike every day in game show roulette. Time now to play along. It's game show roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, it's time to play a game. Let's uh, spin that wheel and figure out what's going to be played. Are we doing today, Mike? Are you two today? Ooh. Let's 
scientific sensing device they used in the movie Twister to track the tornado. Oh, Twister! Hunt, I was trying really Helen hard Hunt. with Michael Crichton. Like, oh, what's, Helen Hunt. I know it's not he, the dinosaur one. What is it? He did oh, the screenplay for, uh, he had a very busy 19, like 92 yeah. to 96. Oh, sure. And uh, he did the screenplay for that one. So no okay. one got that one. Nobody got the film Twister, which was shot or was shot and uh, based there in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Moving on to number four. All right. This one is an actor. Okay. Okay. Comedian. SNL. Super bad. Barry. Oh, oh shoot. Barry. Comedian SNL super bad Barry. Oh god, what is his name? Um, super bad. Oh shoot. 5 Barry 4 3 I don't two, know. Yeah, I don't. One. I can't remember his name. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Oh, Bill Hader's yeah. from Oklahoma. Bill Hader was born in Oklahoma. Yes. Did not Enid I have no idea. Enid. We'll move like Enid, Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one sure. here. Nobody got that la- those last two. We'll move Are to the we next still one. tied? You're still tied. One one. Here we go to number five. Oh my God. Okay. TV show. All right. All right. Streamer. Mm. Mafia. Taylor Sheridan. Sylvester Stallone. Oh. Those are your four clues. Four and no more. The game we're playing mm. today. Streamer. Mafia. Taylor Sheridan. I don't Sylvester know. I don't Stallone. watch that show. Do you know what the show is that you don't watch? No. No. That is the very, very popular Tulsa King. Oh. Tulsa, Oklahoma, Tulsa King. Okay. I guess we should have known that, Don. I yeah. didn't even he, know that existed. Well, if you never heard of it, then you weren't going to get it. Okay. Yeah. So move on to the next one here as we're rolling through them. We're at to number six. It's still tied 1-1. Oh my God, we're getting so far, okay. but yet so it's not okay. far. <laughs> this next one's a singer. Okay. Eight Grammys. Sunday night. Idol winner. Bradley Trainer. Oh, Bradley. That's not uh our good friend Adam Lambert. All right, so you he get to hear win. the la- you get to hear the last one, uh, Don. Before he cheats. Oh. Eight Grammys, Sunday night, idol winner, oh. before he cheats. Don McLean. Yes. Carrie Underwood. There it is. Carrie yeah! Underwood. Nicely done. You take Break a 2 that one lead. Thank God somebody did. We've got three to go here. Okay. Oh, can let's we do, do this. Uh, of course, Oklahoma, the overall theme, trying to work through these. Uh, number seven here. Actor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Dodgeball. Black belt. Satirical facts. Walker, Texas Ranger. What? Oh, oh, oh. This is uh, Don McClain. Don. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is correct. Oh, I was like, where's the dodgeball? He was uh, made a cameo at was the end of dodgeball. Yeah. Dodgeball? Mm-hmm. The Good best, one. best line uh, by uh, the whole movie was when White Goodman oh says... God. Effin Chuck Norris right at the very end. It's yeah. very good. He was very upset as he was eating a bunch of food. All right, moving on to the <laughs> okay, next one. Got to get the next two. You have to get the next two. Here we go. TV personality. Okay. Playing four and no more. Personality. TV personality. Okay. Okay. North Texas. Controversy. PhD. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Doctor Phil. Wow. Yeah. By the way, the last, Oprah. the last category or the last one was Cash Me Outside. Um, <laughs> How about that? Didn't get to that one. Here Bad we go. Baby. Move, moving on. This is going to Bahad Bahad. You have to get this one right here, uh, Bradley. All right. Businessman. 
businessman. Re- retailer. Richest. Oh, wait, you did, can I ask Businessman is the category. Oh, business, okay. businessman is business the Businessman is the yes, category. The, is, can you start it's again? a little descriptor, yes. So businessman is a descriptor. Retailer. Richest. Discount markets. Walmart. Um, Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Sam Walton. You got oh, it. Oh, a comeback oh. tie. And guess what? Oh. That's all we have time we for. We have a tiebreaker. No. I thought we'd get to the last two because you got the last hey, two right. I'm fine oh, with the tie. Boy, I should know that. Walmart is so huge where I'm from. Well, There's a little four. No, uh, Hide okay. things up. We'll have to decide tomorrow. But the good news Thursday. is we will be back tomorrow from noon to three here on My Talk 1071. Dear listeners, thank you for being with us as you are each day. And up next, Lori and Julia. Bye. Bye.